the occasional Girl Scout meetings that we did have during the pandemic were definitely helpful just to be able to um, meet up with friends who I hadn't seen in ages, it felt like, and um, just be able to reconnect and relate to each other and support each other during this time. Welcome to another edition of the Good and Grounded podcast, something that we hope is a positive that's come out of the pandemic, um, a show that highlights different organizations and needs in our Denver and Colorado communities, and some simple ways that we can all chip in to make a difference in our backyards. I'm Jim Licko, co-founder of the digital marketing agency Center Table. Um, given the purpose of this podcast, we're extremely excited to have not just one, but three guests with us today who are doing exactly that, making huge differences in their local communities. We're all, uh, they're all part of a 100 plus year old organization that believes in the power of every girl, every go-getter, innovator, risk taker, and leader to change the world. Of course, I'm talking about the Girl Scouts and more specifically the Girl Scouts of Colorado. Before becoming CEO of the Girl Scouts of Colorado, Leanna Clark got her start, I'm honored to say, just like me in local TV news, and then into a career in public relations, uh, working for and leading a few prominent PR agencies here in Denver before shifting her focus to the nonprofit and foundation world. Uh, I sh would list her various awards and recognitions, uh, one of which being the top 25 most powerful women in Colorado, but we do try to keep this podcast to a somewhat limited amount, and that would simply take up too much time. So um, Lena enjoys traveling. She enjoys all that Colorado Outdoors has to offer, and I can tell you there are a few people whose smile and personality lights up a room quite like hers. Welcome to the show, Leanna Clark. Thank you so much, Jim. I'm, I'm flattered and honored to be here. Thank you. Of course. Um, also joining us are two amazing girls, and we'll get to their impressive accomplishments throughout the episode here um, and what they've been doing over the past year, what their plans are for the future, all of that good stuff. But um, welcome to Girl Scouts, the program as well. Grace Bielefeld and Elizabeth Gumper. Welcome. Thank you. Of course. Um, well, first of all, just foundationally, most of us have some level of familiarity with the Girl Scouts. Um, obviously the cookies, I'm team Samoa, obviously. Uh, but those, uh, those of us who don't have firsthand experience with the organization or haven't had a daughter in the program in a while, Leanna, if you could just tell us about the Girl Scouts of Colorado, how the Girl Scouts maybe have evolved over time and why young women might consider joining the Girl Scouts. Sure. I'd be happy to, Jim. At Girl Scouts, we are about building girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. And as you noted, we've been doing this for 100 years. Uh, here in Colorado, we have about 120 employees around the state. We serve 15,000 girls, 8,000 volunteers who are essential to delivering on our mission. Uh, we also have nine properties around the state with camp and ranch properties that range from a few acres to several hundred acres, nearly a thousand acres at one of them. Uh, just amazing Colorado land. And I was a Girl Scout as a girl and went to some of those camps. And it's, it's just an incredible opportunity for our girls. We engage our girls through programming in four key areas. So STEM, entrepreneurship, outdoor adventure, and life skills. Entrepreneurship is really our cookie program. The girls are truly running their own business when they're selling cookies. And you'd be amazed at how much we do in STEM today, as well as patch and badge programs that run the gamut. We have, you know, the girls wear their sashes that they have their patches and badges on. We have programs to earn a patch or badge in things like automotive engineering, uh, public policy, government, business startups, um, graphic design, rock climbing, you name it. The, the list just goes on and on. Um, and we're also doing a lot to try to make sure that we're meeting our girls where they are. We are right now embarking on a mental health program in partnership with some experts at the Mental Health Innovation Center at CU Anschutz, as we know that's a need for our girls. And that's important. We really are striving to remain relevant to our girls' needs. 
um, like mental health, badge programs and cybersecurity and DEI are recent. We really try to flex and change as our girls needs flex and change. And we're about being girl led and learning by doing. It's very hands-on, very experiential for our girls, which helps teach them self-esteem, confidence, problem solving, and we hope that we are making them the leaders of tomorrow. That's amazing. That, that, there's so much, and I, I'm glad, uh, thank you for that explanation because I know that there's so much more that goes into it than what most people see. Um, and, and I love the fact that you guys are, are updating curriculum and staying so relevant with you know what today's girls are up to. That's just, that's amazing. Um, Grace and Elizabeth, thank you again for joining. Um, you're both Girl Scout Gold Award recipients, which is awesome. And we're going to get to that. But before we dig into that and your individual projects, um, can each of you maybe tell me what the Girl Scouts has done for you personally? Like what skills you've developed? Um, maybe what you'd say to a friend who's considered getting involved with the Girl Scouts. Um, Grace, I'll start with you. Okay, sure. Uh, so I've been a Girl Scout since kindergarten. It's been a while, 13 years now. Uh, I just recently had my bridging into Forever Girl Scout uh, ceremony, which was exciting and kind of bittersweet. But um, uh, Girl Scouts for me has just really been this opportunity to have this group of girls who basically became like family to me. I was really able to rely on them and work together with them on so many projects. We'd go camping every summer. We'd visit um, a cabin in the mountains called Twisted Pine. Um, and so it was just like being able to form this community while also learning life skills and leadership and communication. Um, just all these skills that we'd need to thrive in life, really. Um, but also having other people working through them with us, so. That's fantastic and, and so impressive um, and awesome to hear that you've taken advantage of so many of the different opportunities. Um, Elizabeth, how about you? So I'm a bit similar to Grace. I actually started Girl Scouts in first grade and we all started at the same elementary school, but then growing up, we all went to different, I think we went to three different middle schools and then four different high schools. So, but our troops stayed together. So as we grew, our leader really wanted to kind of grow with us as Ms. Clark was talking about meeting girls where they are. Um, and with that process, it was like Grace said, it was kind of a, a group that you could come back to regardless of what was going on in your life or what challenges each of us was facing. You know, we're all at different high schools, but we still had this connection with each other. And um, that support group that a lot of people maybe don't get at home or get other places, but with each other, it was truly a sisterhood and it still is. It's something that will continue um, for the rest of our lives and something that I am so thankful to have. That's amazing. Um, I, I had a next question and I'm gonna let Leanna answer it, but I wanna, I wanna direct it to the two of you girls first, just because I'm interested in hearing your, your perspective on this. The last year with the pandemic has been so crazy and so tumultuous and so many, you know, I'm sure you guys have had, you know, endless amounts of Zoom classes, whether it's with school or with Girl Scouts or what have you. Um, talk to me a little bit about your leadership development and maybe some of the things that you've challenges you've experienced in the last year related to the pandemic and maybe how Girl Scouts, um, you know, prepared you to overcome those challenges. If, if you can, if you can think of something like that. Um, Elizabeth, I'll start with you with this one. Definitely. Thank you. So specific to this year and with COVID, and we'll get into it further with my project later on, but this was my first opportunity to um, deal with leadership with adults. And that's something that I think a lot of kids in general have had to deal with this year, whether it be their teachers online 
um, or other support groups. But specifically with my project, it is adult-based um, as far as the resource I created. And so it was my first opportunity to reach out to others that are much more experienced than me, much more qualified for whatever their profession is. And it took me a second to realize that um, I do have the the confidence behind my project to go to these adults professionally and ask them how they can be of help within my project. And that's something that I have gained throughout Girl Scouts. And specifically, a tool that I have used this whole year is persistence um, with adults. Because I think with COVID, a lot of people kind of went into fight or flight mode. And so it's been difficult to kind of convince people that, you know, there's still people in the community who need your help. And I would love to be the bridge between professionals and, and the people we're trying to reach. So cool. I wish we had more adults who were more level-headed and leadership-minded like you, Elizabeth. Um, how about you, Grace? What, what were a couple of the things that maybe you learned and challenges that you experienced over the past year with everything that's gone on? Sure. So as you're probably aware, um, pandemic happened during our senior year, which was kind of bad timing, but we fought through it. As Elizabeth was talking about, it was all about persistence for sure. Girl Scouts gave me an opportunity to reconnect with people during a time where we weren't really able to necessarily see each other face-to-face -face or see each other full face-to-face -face with the masks and all that. Um, so, of course, we followed COVID guidelines, um, but the occasional Girl Scout meetings that we did have during the pandemic were definitely helpful just to be able to um, meet up with friends who I hadn't seen in ages, it felt like, and um, just be able to reconnect and relate to each other and support each other during this time. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, and Leanna, with this podcast, we've talked to so many different nonprofits and people within the community. And, and obviously, there's all sorts of challenges that have happened. And there's waves of challenges, the initial unknown. And then I know it, with, with the Girl Scouts, it's probably been no different. Can you paint a picture of what the last year was like with the organization, what challenges were presented and um, you know, what you've been doing to keep the organization moving forward in such a difficult time? Absolutely. And it's been especially interesting for me because I started this job as CEO of the Girl Scouts of Colorado during the pandemic. So um, most of my team, most of my staff, most of our girls, I've only seen in a little Zoom square for the past year. So that's been challenging in and of itself. Um, it's been challenging for all of us. Uh, within a month of lockdown, uh, we had transitioned to fully virtual programming. We developed staff-led programming and those four pillar areas that I told you about. We also tried to get innovative and think of other ways that we could be a resource for our girls. We created something called Meet the Expert. It's a series where girls get to hear from female leaders from a variety of different industries in the virtual realm, and that's been hugely popular. And then when our camps were canceled, our summer camps, we created what we call Camp in a Box. So we sent um, stargazing guides, campfire songs, instructions on how to pitch a tent in your backyard, really trying to recreate that Girl Scout camp experience at home. Um, it was a difficult year in terms of our cookie sales took a hit. Uh, we had fewer girls selling. We weren't able to be in front of grocery stores, which is huge for us. But I am so proud of the girls and how creative they were with their, their cookie sales. Uh, they made their own websites. They did videos. They sold virtually. They did cookie drive-throughs. And even though our sales were down, Girl Scouts of Colorado, we ended up number one in cookie sales for Girl Scout councils across the nation, which is just amazing. 
Uh, our membership dipped. We had about 20,000 girls as we entered the pandemic. We're down to about 15,000 now, but we're seeing girls and families really coming back strong. They can't wait to get back together and to re-engage. I was at an event on Sunday with girls and their families, and it was really the first time that we've been able to be together in person. And just the energy and enthusiasm to be able to connect again was was um, just so moving and unbelievable that we've we've made it through this year. Yeah, I, I we've had a couple of um, just recently in the last couple of weeks in person meetings, whether it's with clients or with coworkers. And my gosh, it's just like this huge weight is lifted off your shoulder when you actually get to see the people that you like to hang out with and and interact again in person. It's so nice. Um, shifting to the two of you, and, and and before we get into your specific projects, I know we, we mentioned that both of you are Girl Scout Gold Award recipients. And um, Leanna, can you give us a quick overview of what what that award entails uh, and, and what these girls needed to do to, to accomplish that? Sure. Um, so the highest awards are the pinnacle of what girls can earn as Girl Scouts. Girls in ninth through 12th grade are eligible to earn their gold award like Grace and Elizabeth have done. Girls in sixth through eighth go for silver and in fourth through fifth grade, they earn their bronze award. So Grace and Elizabeth are shining examples what it means to be a gold award Girl Scout. Essentially, Gold Award girls pick a thorny issue in their community or beyond that they want to have an impact on. They do their research. They're assigned a mentor. They have to put together a plan, and they have to show sustainable change against that issue. So they're really social entrepreneurs, and it's amazing what they're able to do. That is awesome. And and Grace, I'm, I'll start with you. Tell me about the thorny issue that you picked, why you picked it, and and what your project has entailed. Oh boy. Okay. So, uh, my thorny issue, I guess we should start with like what sparked this. So I just graduated from STEM school Highlands Ranch. Um, as you may be aware about two years ago on May 7th, 2019, there was a shooting at my school. Um, and there was a vigil that took place the day after that occurred where, um, a bunch of my classmates came together and started chanting for attention to mental health. And that really resonated with me. I recognized that that was something that was neglected in my community um, as evidenced by the events that had happened. And so I wanted to tackle mental health as my thorny issue. Um, and so my solution to that was kind of through community art. So the place that we were relocated to after the shooting was Northridge Rec Center. Um, and so I kind of recognized that as a place that has a lot of memories for um, not only the, all the students and all the teachers at my school, but also I realized that um, everybody has a connection to what happened. Everybody has a connection to mental health. And so Northridge is really a place with a lot of connections. And so I wanted to look there in order to um, install um, what would become a permanent art installation. And so I contacted the Northridge Rec Center. Um, they con uh, <laughs> connected me with an artist. His name is James Holmes. Uh, a local artist, and uh, so I contacted him. It worked out great. Immediately, he was right on my project, and so we just worked together to create these uh, four huge canvases, um, kind of symbolic of mental health and journeys and cycles and growth, um, and then we had an art unveiling event at Northridge Rec Center um, with a bunch of attendees talking about the importance of mental health. Um, yeah, it all came together really nicely, though, and I think it's really nice to have art in a place that was, um, in many ways, kind of a dark place, but I feel like it really brightens up the space and brings hope to the community. Yeah, I love that. That is amazing. And I love the fact that you chose art to go with that. I I have a very, very limited art background myself, but as an adult, I've come to appreciate art more than ever. And particularly when it comes to 
um, heavy topics. And so it's really, really amazing and impressive that you've um, been able to tackle such a, a, a heavy topic, but one that's also near and dear to you, obviously, with your personal experience. So um, congrats. That sounds amazing. Elizabeth, um, I'll, I'll go to you. Tell me about your issue and your project. Thank you. So going into my senior year this past year, I realized that I did not have a concrete idea on what I wanted to do the next year. I knew for me personally that included college, but as far as the end goal for a career, I realized I didn't I didn't really know where I was going to end up. And more importantly, I realized that there were a lot of students in the same situation as me. And it wasn't from a lack of them not understanding what their interests were or perhaps how they could even succeed as in a role of leadership, but rather they didn't understand what careers are out there and what are in the world and where they can fit into those. And so that's when I got the idea to originally create um, a career night where you know professionals would come in and students could speak with them. But ultimately I changed that idea to create a website called mycareerconnections.com. And on this website, students can view video interviews with professionals in their career, which cover all the topics of what is this career down to what's some basic training, what do you wish you would have known before you began, so that students can feel like they have a personal interview with these professionals and see if this is a career field they'd like to pursue. That sounds amazing. If someone wants to get involved or wants to help you out or wants to provide a different perspective, is there a way to do that on the website itself? Definitely. And even though I have wrapped up my gold award, I am still continuing to expand this. And so on the website itself, um, at the bottom of the homepage, there's a get in touch tab um, where you can send an email directly to me. And within that, that can include information of maybe an interview students would like to see or even professionals who have come to the website and believe that their profession would be an addition to the website. I've had professionals reach out and then we get interviews scheduled and it's just expanding the database of all the careers out there. That's awesome. Um, you guys, you, you two girls, you're so impressive. Um, I just strictly from the communications standpoint, the poise of just doing this interview. Um, and Leanna, I know this is just a snapshot of the types of girls who are involved with the Girl Scouts of Colorado. Um, we we try to keep these episodes, I feel like I could talk to you guys for another hour. Uh, we try to keep these episodes fairly short and quick hitting. Um, so I, we like to leave our listeners with a call to action. Um, if listeners would like to support girls like Grace and Elizabeth, what's the best way that they might be able to do that? Um, in terms of call to action, I would encourage your listeners to get involved with us. If you have young girls, check us out. Get your girls and their friends on board. Start a troop. One of our biggest barriers to being able to serve as many girls as possible across the state is not having enough volunteers. Even though we have 8,000 adult volunteers, we had 10,000 pre-COVID, and we're really trying to build that back up, and our girls need that. And we're a nonprofit, so cookie sales are important, but fundraising is critical for us. It's easy to become a donor and to get involved in a number of ways, and you can go to our website, girlscoutsofcolorado.org, to find out more about all of those opportunities. That's amazing. Um, guys, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for sharing your insights. Thank you for doing what you're doing in the community. Um, it's amazing. I love, I, I knew it was going to be this way. I knew it was going to be, um, I think I know about the Girl Scouts and then you guys just like blow my mind. So I appreciate you um, sharing your experience and sharing your insights. Thank you for the time. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for having us.
So one cool thing or one silver lining that I think about for this past year is that my daughter actually graduated from high school right as, as the pandemic was hot and heavy and made the right decision to postpone her college experience and head out to Oxford to do a summer program. But the cool thing in my life is that she is actually going to get back on campus in the fall and have an experience as I remember, I hope, as a freshman. So I'm hoping that many, many, many young women and men get to experience college life in the way that we got to experience college life back on campus and in person, because that will be really cool. That is defi most definitely a cool thing. Um, and you know, if you liked what you heard on this episode, um, you can go to goodandgrounded.com to listen to more. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, if you do have a good story or you want to highlight somebody in the community, drop us a line, let us know, and let's get out there and do some good in our Colorado communities.